Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I am your host, Tatiana Berende, and I'm really excited to have with us today Miss Leslie Tavernier. Did I say your last name right? Yeah, you did. Oh, good. (laughs) We are going to be talking about the healing power of submission. Now, this is maybe a trigger word for some of you, so I'm really looking forward to diving into this conversation. I think it's going to be a real good one. Let me tell you a little bit about Leslie before we begin. Leslie Tavernier is a feminine submission coach who supports successful alpha women, mostly online entrepreneurs, in healing anxiety disorders, trust and abandonment issues, unworthiness, body image issues, and low sexual confidence through the sacred art of submission to a dominant masculine man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. Yes. Uh, before we, we're going to go to a break before we dive into this, um, this topic of the healing power of submission. And, but before we do that, will you tell our listeners what your superpowers are? So the one superpower that was revealed to me to reveal to you was that I'm really good at helping women to get unconflicted about Mm. their sexual desires. So that's what I do for a living, and uh, I'm really good at it. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. And I, yes, I cannot wait to dive into to this with you today. Um, will you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you and your work? Yeah, they can go directly to my website, which is www.lesleytavernier, and Leslie is L-E-S-L-E-Y, dot com, or look me up on Facebook. And when you find me on Facebook, send me a message and we'll chat. Awesome. So stay tuned. You do not want to miss this conversation. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be talking about the healing power of submission when we get back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. All right, we're back. So let's talk about this because you mentioned right before the break, people can find you on Facebook and on Facebook, you have this group called Submit to Him. Yes. Um, Now, this is like a really kind of radical thing to say in this day and age of feminism of, you know, women need to be in power. Um, 
I, I want to, I really want to hear you speak on this a little bit because I, 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 like I mentioned before we recorded, like I, I feel where you're coming from and I think it's so courageous, first of all, to, to speak this into the world because I think there's, there's a real deep truth that you're bringing forward, but mm-hmm. it's kind of, there's a, I'm sure you get a lot of pushback um, from some people around this concept of submission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, Submission is what healed me. I was non-orgasmic for most of my adult life. Um, The only type of orgasm that I was able to have was clitoral orgasms. And I was really frustrated because I couldn't figure out how to shift that. And I had read a lot of books and I had been to various therapists. I had tried to change my nutrition and like nothing was working. And what actually worked for me, what actually helped me to have vaginal orgasms was submitting to a masculine, a dominant masculine man. So now you work primarily with more, I mean, you say on your website, more like alpha women, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about the that process of submission and and what you come up against a lot with your clients. So it's very difficult. I had a woman today, she referred to it as cognitive dissonance. Um, When you're in love with a man that you cannot control, (laughs) when you sexually desire a man that you cannot control and who is not doing all the things that all the relationship coaches and dating coaches say he should be doing, Uh, meaning he's not pursuing you. Um, He may be non-monogamous. In in, in a lot of cases, he's non-monogamous. He's non-committal in the usual sense. And when you find yourself in love with such a man, it's very, very, very confusing to women, especially women who are very analytical and who are very logical. Um, it, It just doesn't make sense. It makes no logical sense why uh, an intelligent, successful, educated woman would want to be with such a man. And yet that is what her, her yoni <laughs> is telling her she needs to do. And so for most women, when they hear this for the first time, it's just, it doesn't make sense. Everyone tells them, leave him. Don't even date a man like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's crazy. He's, he's non-committal. He has multiple partners. He is uh, a narcissist. <laughs> like, don't, why are you wasting your time with a man like this? You deserve so much better. You can do so much better. And yet her yoni, her heart, is telling her, I need to be with this man. It, it makes no sense, but I just, I just know that I need to be with this man. So what I do is I help women to, especially logical, analytical, uh, a student type of women like I am, to understand why this is happening. And usually it's because she is sexually conflicted. So say more about that. What do you mean when you say sexually conflicted? Her desires don't make sense to her. Mm. She thinks she's supposed to sexually desire a certain type of man, her husband, you know, the man who plays by the rules, the man who has all the check marks, the man who her parents approve of. 
logically that's who she thinks she should desire, but her actual desire is saying something else. So when there's that cognitive dissonance, when you're, you're fighting against yourself, your, your, your body's saying one thing, but your brain's saying another, it can be very painful. It can be really, really painful for women to navigate that. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about submission then in this context. So in this context, the submission comes in by the very fact that this is a man you cannot control. He's not going to play by your rules. He's not going to do the things that you want him to do. He's not going to pursue you. Or, or when he does pursue you, it's not going to be at, at the frequency or the consistency that you would like. Like he might call you once a month or less. And that might drive you crazy because you want him to do most, if not all of the initiating, and he isn't doing it. And yet you're yearning for him. So the submission comes in when you, you, you want him so much that you just say, well, you know what, to hell with all of the rules, to hell with, with playing hard to get, to hell with this whole high value woman thing. I'm going to go ahead and initiate contact with this man because I want to be with him. Mm-hmm. That's submission. That's letting go of control. Mm. I don't have any control over this man and I still want him. So you're really talking about allowing your yearning to come forward, really. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the very thing that women, especially women who are non-orgasmic of which there are millions, this is the very experience that they need. They need a man that they cannot control to help them to lose control. In other words, to have vaginal orgasms during vaginal intercourse. So you mentioned earlier that, um, that this kind of man is, is a man that a woman's yoni is choosing. And, and I've mm-hmm. seen in, you have this breakdown of like the four different choices that women make. Um, Can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah. So I learned about the feminine choice paradigm from the wife of my partner. She came up with this about 10 years ago, this whole paradigm. And it just basically helps, helps. Well, anyone that's operating from the feminine, not just women, to understand why you're choosing a masculine being. What's the reasoning behind it? And so it's very helpful because, you know, we think that there's just this one type of man to choose and that's just, that's just not the case. So the, the choice that most women get tripped up on <laughs> is what we refer to as the womb choice. So that's where- This is what you were have, just talking about, right? Yeah, this primal- sexual attraction it doesn't make any sense at all he's not mr right but your body really wants him that's the womb choice and then there's the support choice which is you know he gives you all the emotional support you need he's there for you he's your best friend if if you marry him like 
he'll be there for you every day by your side. Like you'll be friends for a lifetime. And that's a beautiful thing to have. So that's your support choice. That's what uh, a lot of women refer to as their king. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a beautiful energy. The other dynamic is what's called the manifestation choice. And this is the man that treats you like a princess. So like Donald Trump and his wife, Melania, he's her manifestation choice. You know, a lot of people believe that the main reason why she's with him is because of his money. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being attracted to a man who, who spoils you. That's actually very beautiful. So, and then the last of the four choices is the crown choice or what some call the guru choice. And this is a man who you just really love to learn from him. He's an expert in something, whether it's spirituality or science or whatever. And like you, 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 you can't get enough of his, of his mind. Like he just absolutely fascinates you and you're attracted to him primarily for that reason. And now all of these choices have different, I'm sure different challenges and different energies that come along with them. Right. And I want to go back to what you said about, about, you know, Melania and Trump and, um, and her sort of choosing him for his money and there being nothing wrong with that. I, I, I did an episode a little while back with Amy Jo Goddard. I don't know if you're familiar with her and her work, but she was talking about the, um, the 12 sexual archetypes. Okay. Um, or actually, I, I, I don't know if there's just 12. I think I made that number up, but, um, but one of them is the princess. Mm-hmm. And I think that culturally this is a really, um, judged mm-hmm. and devalued archetype. So I just want to appreciate your um, just speaking that like that's, that's an okay choice to make. And, and okay. I want to ask the, the listeners who maybe might have like bristled at that um, and had a moment with that to really sit with the reaction um, to, to like what comes up in you if you're listening to this and um and there's a there's a part of you that's like that's not actually okay to 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 just make a choice based on having a man take care of you you know there's like all these like yeah but what uh, what about how he treats you what about all these things and and I do want to get into that with you because you know you mentioned um, with this womb choice man and 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 the narcissistic piece mm-hmm. um, and and I think there's there's that's a word that's getting used a lot nowadays with maybe not total understanding of, of what that means. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and sort of how do you draw the line with the womb choice between um, or, or where's the line from him just sort of being in his own space and being someone you can't control to him being, abusive? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. So I'm going to go back to the the question prior to that with the the princess dynamic, because it's so interesting. I had a client who, you know, she said to me, she's just so tired of going on dates and and paying for things, paying for the date or splitting the bill. Like she Mm -hmm. was so tired. And I've heard that from a lot of women. She Mm -hmm. really wants a man that just pays for everything. Like she just wants to have that experience. 
And I said, that's, that's totally fine. You can have a sugar daddy. There's nothing wrong with that. And then she said, well, she does have a sugar daddy, but she felt really ashamed about it. Mm. And I said, there's, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You want the princess treatment. Like that's very feminine. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that was the first answer. Now going to the womb choice. The, the <laughs> so here's the thing. Like when, when a woman says to me that her, her partner is a narcissist, um, I, I like to start off by asking her, well, well, how do you define narcissist? Because what I found is that there's like a million different definitions <laughs> depending yeah. on who you're talking to. So right. there is no one definition for narcissist from what I've seen. Right. <laughs> it becomes problematic when we start using words that don't have yeah, a Yeah, it, it means all kinds of different things. So yeah. Now, there is a, 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 a clinical definition for narcissistic personality, personality disorder. Right. And according to Wikipedia, um, it's less than 2% of the population. Mm-hmm. Yet, you know, with the amount of times that women use the word narcissist on social media um, and in real life, like you would think that it's about 80% of men, right. 90% <laughs> of men are narcissists. Yeah. And so it's like, that's when I realized, okay, you know what, like, this is being used as an umbrella term to, to cover like so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some women, it means that he abused me physically, emotionally, sexually, financially, whatever. He abused me in some way, therefore he's a narcissist. And I don't, I don't think that narcissism uh, is synonymous with abuse. Mm-hmm. So, that's one of the things I, I help my clients to do is that, okay, let's, let's get clear on definitions here. <laughs> Cause you're saying abuse, but do you know what narcissism actually means? So how do you use that term? What does it For mean? For me, narcissism just means you are, you're, you're self-focused. You come first. You're number one. Yeah. And that's not inherently a bad thing. That's right. I can, I can feel this like falling away of all this, all of these stories and all of this aggression in that definition. Mm-hmm. You know? Because here's the thing. A lot of times when I, when I dig further and I say, okay, well, what if, if he's not actually abusive, what lets you know that he's a narcissist and women will say, well, he's emotionally unavailable. Okay. What does that mean? Well, he's not initiating contact with me or he takes really, really long to respond to my text messages. Or, you know, he doesn't want to sit on the phone with me for five hours every day. (laughs) Um, So he's emotionally available, so he's a narcissist. Emotionally unavailable, so he's a narcissist. So (laughs) we have to to get really clear on what it is that we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah, and and what what I'm loving about your approach with this is that there is a there is a an, a pause because there's almost a shock factor mm-hmm. in in the way that you pre- the, like the matter of fact way that you present the information that you're carrying mm-hmm. and and that shock factor is like makes you pause for a minute mm-hmm. and actually have to reel it in and and do some self reflection yeah right around like oh and 
And I think that is so incredibly valuable, especially right now in this time that we're living in, where we are, we have become in reaction to patriarchal oppression, we have become a very female centered society, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing either, but I think that there, um, there are some blind spots if we keep sort of charging forward in that direction without taking that pause to look at the impact that that has in all these different areas in our life. Correct. See, one of the things that I haven't really heard feminists talk about succinctly is, you know, what is it really that causes women to have vaginal orgasms, multiple vaginal orgasms, full body orgasms. A lot of times it's not what's politically correct. Yep. (laughs) It's not the man who adheres to your feminism a lot of times. Yeah. Your your yoni, your vagina doesn't give a shit, pardon my English. (laughs) about your political correctness or your feminism, your vagina doesn't care. Uh Uh-huh. So the vagina has a wisdom all its own. Yes. And as women, if, if we're about empowering women, we have to acknowledge the wisdom of our yoni if we're going to be healthy and happy. Yes. Yes. And this is, this is, I think, actually where feminism can fall short sometimes because it's, it's almost like a denial of the feminine, the female body and the, the brilliance of the design of our bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is magic that comes with that makeup. Yeah. Right? Yes. There is magic that comes with that anatomy mm-hmm. that gets overlooked and overridden in this got to be a strong woman, got to be on top, got to be all the things all the time Mm -hmm. narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why there's an epidemic of women who are not having vaginal orgasms, who are not enjoying vaginal intercourse. It's psychological and it's spiritual. Yeah. So let's talk about this. You, you have this acronym that you use, Tara. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you uh, tell our audience about what that is and, and what that means and how, you, how you've come to understand it? So T-A-R-A stands for trust, appreciation, respect, and acceptance. And it basically summarizes what it was that enabled me to submit to my womb choice. This is what it was because I used to clash with him. I used to fight with him. We had numerous breakups. He blocked me numerous times. We had a lot of roller coaster taking place the first few years of our relationship. And what really shifted that is when I made the decision to submit to him. 
And the way I was able to do that was I allowed myself to trust him completely, to appreciate him for showing up in my life, for healing me sexually, to respect him. That was a tough one. But I, I allowed myself to respect him. And, and this is the most difficult one for, for women who are womb choosing a man. I allowed myself to accept him as he is. Mm-hmm. In doing those four things, I was able to completely harmonize my relationship with this man. Now, you mentioned earlier that this man has a wife. Yes, he does. So talk to us about that a little bit, how that works in, in oh. your relationship with him, in oh. their understanding, and also in, like, are you also polyamorous and that you, you're non, or non-monogamous, I should say. Yeah. So he's in an open marriage with his wife. And so they both have additional partners mm-hmm. and they've been doing this since 2010 and they've been married for 24 years. They have um, three children, two adults, one teenager. And uh, it's based on what he calls freedom-based love. So one of their primary values is freedom not controlling another human being. Mm -hmm. So they're both free to connect with whoever, whenever. Um, And so I'm one of his partners. We're in a long distance relationship because he's in the United States. I'm in Canada. And um, his wife is not room choosing him. He's actually a crown choice to his wife. They run a business together. But I'm one of the women that is actually womb choosing him. So the reason why he's in my life is because I really needed sexual healing. I I didn't know how to enjoy sex. I was non-orgasmic, except for clitoral. And I had so much resistance. And I didn't know that the resistance, it wasn't just a mechanical thing. It wasn't just that, oh, I I couldn't find my G-spot the resistance was, was psychological and T-A-R-A is what helped me to let go of the resistance. And then I was able to have orgasms with this man and it just got better and better and better and better. So that's his role for me. That's not the role he's playing for his wife. (laughs) With his wife, they, they've raised children together. They're best friends. They run a business together. They, they come up with, with new paradigms together. And, and that's the role he plays with his wife. Now, do you have other partners who serve? Like, do you have a support choice? Do you have a crown choice? In your life? I have, um, there's several men that are in my life. I'm not having sex with anyone else. I I choose to only have sex with my womb choice. Um, But I do have many uh, men in my life that I'm really close to emotionally. And most of them would fall under the support choice category. They're very supportive of me. I can call them whenever and they will uh, listen to me and and cheer me on and so forth. Um, 
there is a man that I consider to be a crown choice, but we're not even in a relationship. You've actually interviewed him before. His name is Jerome Braggs. Oh, yeah. And he's gay. I so, love Jerome. Yeah, he's coming back on the show again, too. Yeah. We've never actually met in person. We're not going to have sex. We're not in a relationship. But when I read his posts, when I listen to his interviews, when I, when I watch his live streams, um, there's been several instances where I just spontaneously burst into tears. And so he penetrates me um, at the third eye crown chakra level. Like he just like... <laughs> he penetrates right to the core of me. So he's my crown choice. Uh, I don't currently have a manifestation choice. Do you believe that it's possible for one man to serve multiple of these aspects? With one woman? Mm-hmm. Or, um, it's possible. But usually when we get into relationship with someone, there's usually one or two out of the four main areas that we're choosing to be with them for. It's usually not all four. It's usually two that are like prominent and maybe occasionally he might show up as the other two masculine archetypes. Mm-hmm. But he can be more than one. I guess that was really my question. Yeah, yeah, yes. My womb choice is also a crown choice to me, but he's mostly a womb choice. I, I'm like, what, which, which of the many questions that are popping up right now do I want to ask? Because <laughs> um, I could see, I could see there being people And now again, like I never advocate making decisions in our lives based on what other people think of us. I think that's one of the most debilitating things that we could do. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm so curious, like, do you have people in your life or have you had people sort of pass judgment on you or, or misunderstand your decisions around being with this man who's married, who's also has other partners? Because it's such a radically different construct from what we hold in our culture. Yeah. I've had tons of judgment. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I I'd imagine that you would because it's so different. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a time last year where I actually had two partners that I was sexually intimate with. Um, so it wasn't just my womb choice. It was one of my support choices. And I shared about that in, in a women's group of over 30,000 women on Facebook. And, uh, <laughs> and this was a spiritual group. And um, the reaction was very, 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 very negative. Uh, women called me a whore, a slut, like just every name you could think of. They, they just could not understand. Well, that's the thing with social media, too, is it makes it so much easier to be an asshole to other people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that you had that experience. Yeah, but it was, it was a wake-up call. It just, it just showed me clearly um, where women are at in their mm-hmm. consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, most women still believe that monogamy or sexual exclusivity 
is the only right way for a woman to live her life. Yeah, there's a, it, it gets equated with self-respect. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And I think that if we are going to move forward as a society, we need to, we need to be able to honor what's true for us and not make that have to be what's true for other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's big. Yeah. That's easy to say and way harder to do. I just, I was determined to figure out how to have vaginal orgasms. Like I was not going to stop until I figured it out. And well, good on you. Cause they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to spend the rest of my life being non-orgasmic. Right. And where my vagina led me to was this man. Mm -hmm. And it's not the first time I had, I've had other womb choices in the past before I even knew what a womb choice was. Um, I had other womb choices that popped up in my life during the time when I was in a monogamous relationship with a support choice, with the father of my children. It was during those 11 years that on two occasions, I found myself attracted to a male coworker. And I couldn't understand why, because there was nothing wrong per se with my support choice. He was a good man in a lot of ways. He was a good father. He was there for me, emotionally available, all of it. And in my logic, I, I was like, there's no reason for me to be attracted to these other men. And, and these other men were married. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense logically but that's what my vagina wanted. Mm -hmm. She made it very clear. <laughs> I want you to go over here. Mm -hmm. Now, it's, it, it's interesting to me because I've had, you know, my husband and I have been married. It'll be 11 years in a couple of weeks, right? And um, in, in, in the framework that, you, that you're presenting here, he's definitely a support choice for me. Mm -hmm. um, although he's also been a womb choice but they but i have had moments in our relationship where there are other people who light that up for me in a way that that is is just different right mm -hmm. um it is a and it's a very it's a very body based it's, it's chemistry right it's okay. and it's not rational and it's not logical nope, nope. Not at all. And, and part of how, how I have navigated that is because we are monogamous and I, and I respect the sacred container of that and the, um, and the alchemical potential um, when you respect that container. Mm -hmm. This has been my experience, right? Is, is, is not making the choice to physically enact mm -hmm. what my body wants to with these other people. Mm -hmm. um, and, but instead allowing it to sort of work on me and carve me in a different way. That mm -hmm. said, I've never had a problem having 
vaginal orgasms with my husband. Like that's not been an issue for us. We, we have really a wonderful, beautiful sex life that I love and, and enjoy and respect. Mm-hmm. And so, so for me, so I guess I, I'm, I'm sharing that with our, with our listeners. Cause I think it's important to know that, um, that there's many ways to operate within these, these frameworks that come through. And, um, and again, it's about honoring what is true for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it could be easy to hear what you're bringing forward and to say like, okay, well, this means that I have to go have that affair or that, you know, like, I, like, and that could be potentially very destructive to, to your life. Yeah. Um, how do you navigate that with your clients? Well, you're, you're right. Most women don't understand what the womb choice dynamic even is. They have no awareness of it. So most womb choice relationships are um, very painful, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, destructive and violent. So the women who come across me and who follow me and, and, and the few that become my client... I'm basically shifting their entire paradigm. Yeah. I mean, that's very clear. Like, you are operating in a completely different paradigm, which is why I wanted to have you on the show. Cause I love that. Yeah. So when they come to me and they say, you know, I'm involved with a married man or I'm a married woman and I'm having an affair. I help them to understand why that's even happening in the first place. And when they start to understand that, or as they start to understand that, they begin to let go of the guilt and the shame and the embarrassment and the fear because they start to see that, okay, um, I'm not a bad person. There was actual, there was good reason for me desiring this man. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just random I'm not reckless. I'm not a, uh, a, a whore. There's something spiritual going on here. And, and that in and of itself starts to help the woman to open up. And when she actually starts to apply T-A-R-A in a womb choice situation, Um, she finds it to be very deeply healing. So for example, yesterday I got a message from a woman who has not been a client of mine. She's in my free group. (laughs) She's never paid me for anything. And um, as far as I know, she's monogamous. It sounds like she has a husband and, or a boyfriend. And for whatever reason, she was not happy with him. I think it's a boyfriend maybe. Um, And she said she was very skeptical of T-A-R-A. It just sounded like just nonsense to her logical brain. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, you know what? Let me me just try this out. And she said that she did. And like energetically, like something just shifted in her, like her body. Mm -hmm. The way she feels, like it shifted when she actually challenged herself to apply T-A-R-A 
to her man. So it's, it's not just for the womb choice. You can apply TARA to any of the choices. It really causes you to look at your relationship through an entirely different lens. Yeah, TARA challenges you to look at it through the lens of a goddess. You're you're not looking at him as a victim anymore. Or yourself as a victim. Yeah, because a lot of women feel like victims in their relationship, especially the woman choice relationship. Mm -hmm. Tara, on the surface, it it may sound to some women like Tara would make you more of a victim. It'll make you more of a a format. Right, well, that's the whole thing with submission. It's like, wait a minute, if I submit, then I'm a victim. Yeah. So it's not, it's not just this, okay, I'm just going to let him do whatever he wants to me and, and just get away with murder. And I'll continue to see him as a villain and I'll continue to see myself as a victim, but I'll just let him do whatever he wants. That's, that's not what this is. You talk about superpowers. Mm -hmm. Trust is a superpower. Yeah. Appreciation is a superpower. Respect is a superpower. Acceptance is a superpower. Now, what if, what if she can't trust him? Then she should, she should not be in relationship with him. She should do herself a favor and end the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you don't trust him, you don't appreciate him, you don't respect him, and if, if you cannot and will not accept him, you need to end the relationship. Because at that point, you're just hurting yourself. Yeah. So it's kind of a litmus test. You know, I'm not saying to women, you must stay with your quote unquote narcissistic man. I'm saying, okay, if you want to stay with him, this is the methodology you're going to need to apply in order for this to actually work and be healthy and satisfying and beautiful and all of that. Otherwise you're going to suffer. You know, what's beautiful about this, though, is I feel like it's a, you can apply it to all different areas of life. I mean, mm-hmm. trust, acceptance, respect, appreciation, this is like that, that energy that, that you know, this woman that mentioned that changed all these things in her relationship. It's like, it isn't, it's, it's an energetic difference in your body when you really step into the, it's a vibrational frequency. Absolutely. And it will change things in your life. Absolutely. Because, because fundamentally, we're not in control anyway. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die someday. Mm-hmm. And very few of us are going to choose when that happens. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not a control factor. And I mean, our, our society is built off of trying to control that factor. <laughs> right? And we cannot. And we will never be able to. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the more that we can let go into that, mm-hmm. and I think what you're bringing forward is just a beautiful example of how that plays out in our relationships with our partners, mm-hmm. right? We cannot control all these factors. So if we cannot control them, we have a few choices, right? One is to try to con- keep controlling it anyway and suffer, yeah, <laughs> which, which Ooh. I'm sure we've all done that at some point, you know, yeah. I know I have. 
Um, but it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's exhausting. Yeah. Or we can, you know, what happens if we stop trying to control things that we can't control anyway? I mean, really, that's what you're saying here. And I love it. Mm-hmm. You, you can't control your yoni. <laughs> it's it's right. not designed for you to control it. Um, your Your yoni is not trying to sabotage you it's not trying to ruin your life i want you to i I, there are there are people listening to this right now who i know need to hear you say that again (laughs) your yoni is not trying to sabotage you okay so if she's showing you this man over here has the exact medicine that you need to heal sexually to heal your daddy issues, to heal your trust issues, to heal your abandonment issues, to heal your rejection complex. This is a man that will help you to let go of all of that and experience ecstasy. Your yoni is actually trying to support you. She's your best friend. We need to understand that. Too many women are are in total conflict with the wisdom of their yoni yes yes oh well we are coming towards the end of our time i want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and be with us in this way uh before we sign off is there anything you just want to make sure that you really bring home for our listeners you want to make sure that they they don't miss they walk away with Yeah, I mean, always just go back to T-A-R-A, irregardless of how you're choosing him. Ask yourself, do I trust him? And if I don't, why don't I trust him? And and, am I willing to trust him? Do I appreciate him? And if not, why not? Do I respect him? A A lot of wives don't respect their husbands. A lot of women don't respect their king. So look at that. Why don't I respect him? A lot of women regard men as, as bitches, <laughs> part of my English again. Uh, and so we feel that we don't need to respect him, but you do. Yeah. If you don't accept him as he is, if you don't accept that he's non-monogamous and you still want to sleep with him, um, you need to look at why. <laughs> why won't I allow myself to accept him as he is? And you'll see that a lot of times it's because you think that by changing him and making him be monogamous, um, then you can be okay. You can be at peace with your yoni. And that's not how it works. You accept him as he is, and then your yoni rejoices. So... Just go through that, T-A-R-A, repeatedly, repeatedly throughout your relationship, throughout your marriage, and you will work miracles. Amen. Thank you so much, Leslie. This has been really awesome. And um, yeah, I just really appreciate you. So thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
And to our listeners, thank you so much for continuing to tune in. Uh, go check out Leslie's website. Go check her out on Facebook. Um, and if you want more ways to play with us over at Superpower Experts, go to www.superpowerexperts.com. Check out Ways to Play. We've got all sorts of fun stuff in there. And if you have not yet downloaded the app, please do so. Go to the App Store, look for Superpower Net. Um, you can stream all of our shows right there. Uh, you can pick your show and get just the episodes for the show that you want to listen to. So um, go check out the app. And until next time, go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply. Many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.